I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Monday, September 25th. A second person has been charged with murder in the February 2022 shooting death of 17-year-old Weymouth High School student Nathan Paul in Quincy. Quincy and state police have taken Kenny L. Diaz Romero into custody in Puerto Rico last week, according to the DA's office. Prosecutors said previously that 18-year-old Javon Harris and another suspect were charged with Paul's murder, but the second one had fled. Four other teens were also previously charged, but not with the shooting. Harris, who's accused of yelling, shoot him, previously pleaded not guilty. Police said Paul met up with the teens on Taffrail Road in Germantown to sell them drugs and that they shot him when they tried to pay with counterfeit cash. The Weymouth High School senior was an athlete and had plans to attend college in Massachusetts this fall. He had recently applied to Bridgewater State and UMass Amherst. Diaz Romero is charged with murder, larceny from a person, possession of a counterfeit bill, uttering a counterfeit bill, conspiracy to commit larceny, and unlawfully carrying a firearm. He'll be arraigned in Norfolk Superior Court tomorrow. State police assigned to the DA's office and Quincy police have been working with the U.S. Marshals Service in the violent fugitive apprehension section of the state police to locate and return Romero to Massachusetts since the indictment was issued 16 months ago. A man's in custody after authorities say he stole a vehicle at Knife Point in Boston and then led state police on a pursuit down Route 3, crashing the vehicle into Kingston. This happened Saturday morning about 8 a.m. on Boston Street in Boston, where the carjacking took place. State police said about 8.30 Saturday they got a be-on-the-lookout call from Boston police regarding a black BMW SUV that was wanted in connection with the armed carjacking. The SUV was then spotted driving erratically on Route 3 South and Norwell, eventually exiting and crashing into a stone wall in Duxbury. The driver was arrested at the scene and has been identified as 34-year-old Trevor Bailiff of Situate. Was taken to a local hospital for treatment of non-life-threatening injuries, and a knife was recovered in the vehicle. Top House and Senate Democrats have reached an agreement on a tax relief bill and will send it to the governor this week as part of their opening act for the fall session. The accord announced without details last week could bring it in to a debate that began nearly two years ago in an effort to put a dent in the state's high cost of living and make Massachusetts more competitive for residents and businesses. Competing bills went into a six-person House-Senate conference committee back in June, but the negotiations have been done in secret. On Thursday, the agreement in principle was announced in a statement issued by House Speaker Rahm Ariano and Senate President Karen Spilka, along with two of the six conferees. Summit Energy celebrating their company's anniversary last week by donating and installing a 30-kilowatt solar system worth almost $126,000 to Interfaith Social Services in Quincy. Interfaith is a multi-service center on the South Shore, providing food, mental health counseling, and homelessness prevention services for thousands of local families in need. 
Like many food pantries across the state, Interfaiths is serving 30% more clients each week than at the height of the pandemic. The organization's reporting record numbers of community members calling for assistance with mental health counseling and homelessness prevention services. With the money they save from their electric bills, Interfaith says they'll be able to purchase an additional 5,000 pounds of fresh fruits and vegetables every month for the children and families they serve. Every year on or around Summit Energy's founding day of September 19th, the company celebrates by exhibiting acts of kindness in the community, both domestically and internationally. The solar array was installed on the roof of Interfaith's building on Adams Street in Quincy Center over the course of the past week. Summit representatives, local city officials, and Interfaith staff all gathered on September 19th for a ribbon-cutting ceremony. Massachusetts has two representatives on Bon Appetit's list of best new restaurants in the U.S. for 2023, and one of them is located in Quincy. Rubato in Quincy is included among the 24 best new restaurants of 2023, according to the magazine's website. Rubato ranked 21st on the list. It focuses on modernizing traditional Hong Kong and Cantonese cuisine. A reminder of the American Red Cross is holding a community blood drive in Quincy today. They will be at the Sons of Italy Hall on Quarry Street from 1 to 6.30 p.m. You can visit redcrossblood.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to schedule an appointment. Also a reminder to join us here at Quincy Access Television this evening at 7 p.m. live online and on QATV Channel 8 and HD 1072 for the first of two mayoral debates between incumbent Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch and challenger, councillor-at-large, Ann Mahoney. Check of business news this morning. Stocks open the day in negative territory. The Dow is down 106. The Nasdaq dropped 12, and the S&P fell 9. Shares also lower in Asia. The dollar and the euro are up. Oil at $90 a barrel. Sports Patriots beat the Jets 15 to 10, and the White Sox beat the Red Sox 3 to 2. Tampa Bay comes to Fenway tomorrow night, beginning at 7. The National Weather Service forecast today: showers, high 64. Tonight, showers, low 55. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 61. Sunshine returns Wednesday with a high 67 and sunny 70 on Thursday. The marine forecast, there is a small craft advisory up. Northeast winds gusting to 25 knots, waves 2 to 3 feet. High tide right after 8 a.m. Sunrise 634, set at 636. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Monday, September 25th.